Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. You're tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! No one's holding me back. Hold me. Okay, you know what? I can't. Hi, and welcome to the Arrow After Show. But it is a crossover, huge episode, highly anticipated. And because of that, we have special guests. But I'll start with myself. Hello, I'm Alexander Bradford. And then let's jump on over. Brand new host. Yeah. Welcome. Say your name and all that great stuff. Hello, I am Lex Michael. And all that great stuff. And, and all, all that, that great stuff. With a really great... Ben Affleck Batman shirt because you know he's a fan like he's that. Gotta Gotta get those cheap like, yes. I'm so happy. <laughs> yes. And he's feeling on himself. For those listening on the podcast. Okay, moving along. Next cool shirt, please. I'm Katie Cullen. Hi, all my buddies. And I have the official Team Arrow shirt from the screening. And I'm going to get up and show it off in that camera. Do it. Do it. I'll sing for you. Too legit. Too legit to quit. Hey, get it. Hey. <laughs> With a pose. Do a model pose. Nice. Okay, let's move on. Oh, you did last week. Come on. No, no, I don't mind at all. Keep going. I'm Tari J. Miller, sporting the uh, flash red up in here. And we have a very extra, 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 (laughs) extra, 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 extra special guest coming on over from the Flash after show, Roxy. I'm repping it really hard right now, guys. Yes. I am. I love Arrow. I've been a big fan of Arrow since day one, but I'm Flash at heart, so I had to wear it. I wore the costume in. She's rocking it. Yeah, I'm Roxy Star. I'm really happy to be here. If you guys watch me on The Flash, then you know me. If you don't, um, I do a lot of other CW shows. I love your guys' Arrow After Show, and I'm really excited you have me on. Thank you. Thank you for coming by. You know, since we have the two different casts, and we had such a different dichotomy as far as the tone and the feeling, I wanted to get into that first. Because, obviously, for us who watch Arrow, we're used to all the very harsh torture and violence, but clearly... Your people were a little be. goofy. <laughs> yeah. We're yeah. a little goofy. Yeah, totally. I- I'm loving the way they're combining those two worlds right now. I think we're getting the best of both of them. So I, I think we're bringing the laughter on to Arrow. It's hard Honestly, for you dark, deep people, though. I know. <laughs> Honestly, I wish I could have been sitting next to someone who only watches The Flash while watching this. Because this was my second time seeing it tonight. That's where the shirt came from, was the official screening two weeks ago. So I saw them both back-to-back and the mid-season uh, previews. And I really wish I'd been able to see a reaction from the Flash-only people watching this episode and going, this is really dark. Did he just shoot someone? Is this is this supposed to be a flashback? Why is his hair long? What's going on? 
God, this is dark. Yeah. Give my people more credit than that. <laughs> no, you know what? No, no I, I want to see an arrow virgin watching this and just being like, this is not at all what I am used to. Everyone's so mad. Yeah. Yes, yeah. everyone's angry. But here's the thing. Okay, but I'm used to that, right? Okay, so I'm an arrow girl. Like, true oh, and true, yeah. right? So for me, it was, you know... Busting my cherry, if you will, when I watched Flash last night, and I have to say, I was like, wait, this is so different, and everybody's so, you know, goofy, not in a bad way, but everyone's so goofy, and his team is just so, ah! So it was, <laughs> it was such a different, so I think the two shows coming in together was actually a nice balance for each other. Yeah. And I love that they point it out. You live in Central City, where it's sunny all the time, and you give your villains nicknames. And I'm like, I'm gonna quote that forever. Because it's true. And watching the episodes back-to-back, you watch The Flash, it always starts off. The opening montage is in the middle of the day, and it's bright, and there's bright colors, and they're always in the coffee shop in the morning. It's always daytime. It's always bright. The opening montage for Arrow is always dark. It's always night. The Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline establishing shot of the city is always the city lit up at night and then we go to an underground facility which is where they are yeah so right there it's establishing the tone of both shows which you know props to the cinematography team that's really great i concur okay well why don't we talk a little bit about what happened tonight right we talked about the dichotomy between the two i actually really enjoyed seeing team flash come on and geek out over everything yes. heck yeah you cisco, did cisco was like oh my god Oh my god. Playing with the arrows oh my god. is the yeah. best. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. I like that he actually got a reality check. Yes, yes. I wanted to talk about let's just jump in that already. Yeah. I know we'll skip ahead into the episode, but it was interesting because both him and Caitlin had realized we're used to dealing with metahumans, so this like someone really got hurt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's really interesting. Um, the actor who plays Cisco comes from the world of theater, and so he is like this very vibrant, big, huge person, and that's kind of the same character that he plays on this show. Everything is like a performance for him. So it was cool to see him tonight realize wow, this is way more real than I gave it credit for. This isn't just about metahumans. This is about us actually helping people. And I, and you see on The Flash, he's, if you guys don't watch The Flash, he's been making jokes out of this the entire time. He names all of the people that they kill uh, or put in jail or whatever it is. He just gives them nicknames and he makes light of it. So it was really cool to see him come around and realize what was going on. Yeah, and I, I feel like, uh, and I think on the Flash show, I usually harp on themes and stuff. And the theme of this one was super about extremes, and the, the two really balance each, each other out. Where like the Flash is getting grounded by the Arrow universe, and the 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 uh, Arrow universe is kind of getting a little lighter, lighter, you know. And and Oliver is learning from that and kind of trying to put that into his own character. Did anybody feel like Oliver was a little bit jealous or just annoyed? I couldn't tell which one it was. But, you know, when Barry just kept running in and he was like... And before Oliver could even, like, lift an arrow, it's like, oh, it's done already. Yeah. Did he pick that up? Yeah. I I feel like that was the case. Just like, seriously, you you threw off my groove. (laughs) Well, I felt like when we went over to the crossover on the Flash side, 
Arrow kind of came in and was like, all right, I'm running things over here. Let me show you how it's actually done. There's things I need to teach you. So now when we came on to this episode, people needed to see what the Flash was capable of because they haven't actually seen him before if they're only watching Arrow. Right, true. So, yes, he was showing off. I think it was also a mechanism of of the actual behind-the-scenes people saying, like, just in case you live under a rock, <laughs> not actually, but you don't know that flash means fast, like just as a word, right. then this is what the flash can do. Right. So I, I, I didn't really mean rock it. rock is accurate. They, they might not be <laughs> living under a rock, just like on a <laughs> beach. Yeah, you guys true. are in the arrow cave or on the island or in the pipeline, wherever you are, that's what the flash does. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think it was very necessary for him to come in because, okay, so Oliver was already really stubborn about, hey, don't join me. Like, we're cool. We don't need you. We're cool. And it was, to me, a bit of like boom in your face when Boomerang duh, uh, uh, came in and nearly boomeranged him in the face. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And then here yeah. comes Flash. And if it wasn't for him, he'd be like toast. Absolutely. And I don't think that Oliver's ever felt like he needed anybody, even if it was Diggle, even if it was Felicity, no matter who it's been, nobody really came in and like saved the day for him. And there Flash was just grabbing all the stuff. So I I think that he wouldn't admit that Barry really came and saved everything, but he kind of did for a second. Right. Well, and I think the grandstanding bothers him. Because yeah. Barry is very much, here I am, here's what I can do, love me! And Oliver's he in the shadows. Like, oh, so, stop it. Yeah. <laughs> and he's grandstanding for Oliver, and Oliver's yeah. like, oh god, just stop. Yeah. yeah. It's also hard because you can't hate him. Because he does that smile thing, you know? <laughs> like, if he, if he was just a show-off or, like, that guy in class that you hated so much, and it was like, oh, you're the teacher's pet, I hate you. But he's a really cool dude, so it's like, mm, you're so annoying, but look how awesome you are with right. that smile. Yeah. I don't think that smile works on Oliver the same way it works yeah. on him. Yeah. No. Just a good saying. point. Good point. Well, he got Oliver to smile once or twice. True. <laughs> true. He's got a good one, too. He uh, is yeah. Yeah. He is sincere, so you're right. You can't hate him, but that doesn't mean you can't be thoroughly annoyed by his presence, and I think that's what Oliver is for most of the episode. Yeah. Yep. They're you like know, a... a uh, I'm, not, I'm totally going to cut off this and interrupt really quick and just say the one thing that Oliver does have on Flash, me and you, because I know you're a Flash fan, uh, and I'm, I'm all about some Stephen Amell, but <laughs> Salmon Ladder, I'm sorry. It's not as fun to watch him do the Salmon Ladder as mm. it is to watch Stephen Amell. It's yep. not fair. His clothes were on. That's well, true. even if it was, it'd be like a blur of, like, peach, and that's <laughs> it, you know? <laughs> okay, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. I like to watch me some Oliver go up and down, so. Yeah. It's in the men. If you can do it that fast, I'm with you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And um, I like to watch Felicity try to do her sit-ups, too. I like yeah. to watch them all yeah. attempt yeah. to work out. <laughs> so, you guys, what did we think of Boomerang? Like, Lex, I know you're into the comic book a lot. How yes. accurate do you think that they're portraying him for the show? Okay, so, uh, Captain Boomerang uh, was uh, created by uh, John Broom and Carmine Infantino for The Flash in 1960, I believe, number 117. Third out! Uh, I, am I the only one who did the reading? Um, I so, think you created the reading. Yeah. <laughs> so, and also, Carmine Infantino got a name drop tonight. Uh, as street one of the names. Street names, yep, they do that all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, is he... Uh, Portrayed the way he is portrayed in the comics, no, and that's a good thing because in the comics he is ridiculous. He <laughs> is just as ridiculous as you would expect somebody called Captain Boomerang to be. Um, you said he was created in the sixties. Yes. So there you go. Yeah, yeah and he's um, <laughs> at camp. 
Yeah. He's one of uh, the better-known uh, Flash villains. He is one of the mainstays in the Suicide Squad, which is very interesting. They reference at the end of the episode that he's now sharing a cell with... With Slade! With, I was like, yeah. are you kidding or are they serious? Because that's just room to be like, okay, now this we have a team. We you know, man, <laughs> Bennett's coming back. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. a terrible idea. Whoever made that call should be fired. Oliver! <laughs> well, Oliver needs yeah. to... Oliver's bad at decisions. Then delegate. <laughs> delegate to somebody. Have Diggle decide where to put the dangerous right, that would boomerang be guy. So much smarter. <laughs> okay, I agree, but it's just like, you know, we're doing the same thing on Arrow as we are on Flash. We both have our places that we put our bad people. And yes, putting them together might be more dangerous, but what are we going to do? Just start putting them in their own boxes, like in all different corners of the world? There are too many of them. Like, a different we have different cells. Yeah, but they really have to be roommates. Like, come on. Okay, well, maybe, you they're know, each other's maybe they're cuddling it. Nice. <laughs> right. They're having a nice cuddle sesh. They're changing their ways. Right. <laughs> it's lonely. I'm pretty sure there's fan fiction of that already. I mean, that would be interesting if it was. <laughs> what I do like is you're saying that he's a mainstay of the Suicide Squad. Yes. In the comics, they introduce him in the show as he was on the Suicide Squad. He was supposed to die when a mission went south, and he right. didn't, so now he's out for revenge. Yep. So it's like we've moved on from the comics, and here's where we are now. Which right. is really, really cool, yes. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say what we were talking about a second ago about putting them in the same place and what a terrible idea that is. Uh, at least on Flash, they have those under the lab. They've got those uh, isolation chambers for the metahumans. Yeah. What do they have on Oliver's Island? Bars? Well, they just have no yeah. way for them to get off. They're just they're separated by distance as opposed to in the lab where they're just separated by that wall. And if they get out, they're right there. Right. Yeah. yeah. True. But, but it's like the last of two evils. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> they also don't have metahumans in the island. It's just those two guys. Well, you can't put Mist I mean, in the island. He would just right. miss yeah. out. Yeah. Yeah. And Slade is no Slade longer. No longer. Mm, He's yes. been cured of the miracle. Uh, true. Very true. So, okay, but now Lila, obviously, because the whole purpose of Boomerang coming to Starling City is because of her, and she had implanted, or she would... What do you call it? sanitized? She made the call. Yeah. Oh, yeah, exactly. sanitized. I, I thought it was a very interesting choice of words. Very um, insensitive, if you will. And I think it really did show off the difference between her and her mindset being a part of, Ar- uh, I always say it wrong, Argus, um, versus Diggle. Right. You know what I mean? Like, she, they're so different. And it's interesting, too, because Oliver had his moment with Lila as well as far as being like, like you just don't get it like you have to go to extremes she sounded like Amanda Waller in that moment yes. for sure that's because she was quoting her yeah, yeah. exactly and it, you know it's scary because we love Diggle so much or I love Diggle so much I don't know your guys opinion yeah. on him oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I think yeah. he's the best so I do like them a lot together but I am always nervous because she goes to a place that he doesn't okay but you know all this aside marriage talk real quick sorry fellas <laughs> but how are you married to somebody like that how how does that marriage even work? Like, you're Team Arrow, and I get it, you guys are on the same group. We're not married. Whoa! <laughs> good, good call! Good call! Okay. Well, they haven't you been got married me for a while. But the so. point is, is they are a couple. How do you have a relationship like that? There's so many secrets. Like, how she had no idea that Barry Allen was the Flash. He's like, yo, it's my job to keep secrets. Because they both understand that there are some secrets that they can't tell, even to their significant other. They both have job training, they both get that okay, there will be things that we never know about each other, and there will be things we never know about each other's jobs. She wasn't even upset. to be okay. Yeah. 
there is that mutual understanding that there will always be secrets. It would be very, very different if we had Lila dating someone who wasn't involved with any of this and couldn't understand, why do you have to keep all these secrets from me? So outside of Starling City and Central City right now in Los Angeles, I wouldn't be okay with that. Yeah. Like, I would yeah. not be able to date <laughs> yeah. somebody yeah. that was like, just so you know, I'm not telling you anything. Right. You can't know. I'd be like, why? I could keep a secret. <laughs> yeah. So I, it's hard for me when I watch the show because I'm like, what relationship can be built on secrets? Right. Right. But they have but, a mutual yeah. understanding that because of their lines of work and what they do, there must be secrets. Mm-hmm. Plus, so just because you have secrets doesn't mean you can't enjoy a nice dinner together. Oh, yeah. Lord. Yeah. Right. What, what secrets are you keeping over right. there? Sorry. You you got something going on. Nah, I am completely on the up and up. Right. <laughs> okay. So, moving right along. Uh, let's talk a little bit about torture, because, you know, that was a big topic. <laughs> That was a smooth transition, wasn't it, guys? Can I I drop one more (laughs) thing about Diggle and Lila? I actually think that her saying sanitize and him saying destroy, all of that fun stuff was really good for bringing in Flash fans who didn't know anything about this particular part of Arrow. The Suicide Squad, what they do if they're not comics fans and didn't know, this is a really good way of saying, oh, well, we do this, and Diggle looking at the audience going, this is what she actually means. So that was a little stepping stone for the Flash-only fans to help them get into the world. You think they might have thought that she really clean them? (laughs) (laughs) No, because it also works with Diggle not approving of what's going on. No, I I agree. I was trying to make a joke. I guess it didn't work. I got it. I got it. It happened. I'll just keep throwing them out. You guys can catch them if you want. Otherwise, they'll fall. I'll duck. stack over here. I'll duck. (laughs) Okay. But it was also, it was nice that at least for the time being, they have a bit of a, a happy ending. Yeah, well, right. I mean, they mentioned, we said it, they mentioned marriage like 855 times, and like by the second time already, I was like, someone's going to propose to somebody. Yeah. All it took yeah. was her getting a boomerang in the chest. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I should get one of those. No, and then no. Get a ring. no, no, no. Okay, girl no, looked good it. in the hospital, too. I was right. like, you just got boomeranged. Look a little worse. Right, right. Well, you know what? I seriously thought, I was like, is she really going to die? Like, are we really going to lose another somebody? Well, we all screamed in the yeah. movie. I had no idea that was coming. Right. I thought she was a goner for a second. I was just kind of smiling watching you all react. Well, you already watched it. <laughs> I was in a theater of 200 people and everyone screamed when that happened. So that's a good right. reaction. Nice. Or let's talk about the fact that the boomerang even found the arrow cave, if you will. Second time in two episodes, Oliver needs to move. Right. He could always come hang out with my boy Barry. Um, you know, I mean, the they were they were city? making some collateral insinuations. You know, That'd I think they led us to believe that quite possibly in the future we could see more crossover action because, hello, he got the little mannequin for his new outfit. He meaning Barry Allen, excuse me. Right. I think this was them telling us, listen, start watching both because this isn't a one-time thing. Right. And both shows are amazing and worth watching and different, but you're going to be a little confused if you don't. don't. Yeah. 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 They did say at the panel that they were planning on having more um, smaller crossovers, having them cameo in each other's episodes, but they didn't have another big two-part event planned for the back half of either series. Right. Okay. Okay. So maybe a season two big two part, but maybe a couple different things this season. Potentially. Yeah. That okay. that was all the producers said. Cool. So panel 
real information. I've got it. <laughs> nice. It's always good to have the insider info. Um, some of the things I want to cover because I love them so much are some of the fight scenes because I think they do such an excellent job with the choreography. Yes. And it's something that we at Arrow get a lot of. Now, I, yeah. again, I don't watch Flash, so I apologize, but I'm sure because there's so many special effects going on, I've even heard Stephen Amell say when he was visiting, if you will, it was so interesting for him to see the process because they don't do any of that. Really, really cool. Yeah. Um, because I have been a fan of Arrow, I, I wanted to see our, as we refer to on our after show, the the Flash Scooby Gang, uh, which is all <laughs> their their partners. Um, I wanted to see the Scooby Gang come over to this universe and actually watch them, how they train and, and have the real fights because a lot of what the Flash does is walk through things in slow motion and then the effects speed it up. Right. Yeah. And we don't get the actual choreography, any of that stuff. So I think it was really, really cool. And I love the fight scenes tonight. I think they're awesome. It's, it's my favorite stuff that I've seen on that show, especially when the boomerangs had the potential to be ridiculous. Yeah. It was oh, the, yeah. the fight with uh, uh, Oliver and Roy fighting, you know, using their uh, bows as, as staffs, effectively, mm-hmm. with the boomerangs going in the air. It was awesome. Speaking of Roy, did you guys think it was weird at all that he didn't make an appearance on last night's episode? And do you mm-hmm. think the only reason he didn't is because it was just throwing too much at Flash viewers if they didn't watch Arrow? I think he's just not know. part of the travel team. It makes, <laughs> he's not in it yet makes, with the travel yeah. team. It makes sense not to bring Someone has to stay behind exactly. and, yeah. and protect the city. Otherwise, you leave the city vulnerable like that. If a bad guy finds out, it's just all hell breaks loose. And okay. the doctor didn't come along. Well, that's true. That's true. I just feel like he's kind of becoming right-hand man really quick, almost like more so than Diggle. So I was I was surprised he didn't come along. But it's a lot of people. I know that Flash fans were confused as it is sometimes. So, Do yeah. we know, okay, because everybody has their identity that they will become, and we all know who's going to be who eventually. We just don't know how it's going to happen. Please do tell me, and forgive me for not knowing, but is Diggle going to be somebody really cool? Do you know? Diggle was created for the show. Yeah. Oh, yes. was already oh. someone cool. Because everybody has Kinda a cool like outfit, right? Yeah. And I know that it's all about the outfit, but I'm just saying, like, it seems like everyone has this cool secondary personality or alter ego if you will and he's the only one who's he's diggle through and through he doesn't need an alternate personality to be a giant badass yeah i agree i think it's kind of weird though like whenever they do that because there are so many dcu characters that are amazing like uh jada pickett smith on gotham who it's like why didn't you just pick a character that's actually from the dcu that's kind of how i felt with diggle but I love him, so it made up for it. Right. But I do think it's strange. There's so many people to pick from. Well, well, in the same way that Marvel created Agent Coulson for the movies, and he never needed a secret identity, a superhero, anything. He was just, and this is the trope name, the badass normal of the team. He could take care of himself and didn't require superpowers. What does it mean by superpowers? Diggle can do that as well. He doesn't... He doesn't need to be someone else in order to be effective. And he is one of the most emotionally stable members of the team. I will agree with you, but I will say this, though. It's not about having the outfit to be like the alter ego. And I know I said that earlier, but it's weird to me that, okay, so you bring on Roy, and of course he's taking on someone who's already existing, but he gets this outfit, and then there's Arrow's outfit, and then there's Katie Lotz, who had the canary, and there's all these people, even the Dark Archer, they have these costumey costumes. He's the only one who looks like a burglar. Like, he just comes in with his ski mask, and that's his thing. Are you jealous because you want your outfit? That's <laughs> that's it. You can borrow this if you want. You can always borrow my flash. <laughs> I'd argue that I'm he doesn't saying. need it. Well, as a character, he's too grounded to ever take that on. Okay. He's, he's kind of like that. our proxy. Like, he's he would be us if we were in the Arrow gang. 
Okay. Yeah. And not yes. you. You've got your secrets, and you, you're somebody. You're some secret. <laughs> You'll never know. Don't worry. I'm <laughs> keeping an eye on him. Oh, gosh. Just oh, one, scary. Though. Oh, my gosh. No, no. No. I'm uncomfortable. Okay. <laughs> Okay. And if you're on iTunes, switch over to YouTube to see what's going on. (laughs) Yep, I booped you on air. So anyway, going back into the episode, we don't have a a whole, whole lot of time, so I know we're running behind, but I do want to talk about the final standoff with the bombs and with Boomerang. Because he obviously thought he was going somewhere. I love... Well, they had to have Flash in this episode. They had to because there was no other way to disarm all the bombs. But I just like the way that they problem solved, if you will, how everything panned out. It never yeah. would have worked out without the Flash, just saying. It, but it wouldn't have worked out without um, Oliver either, because Oliver taught Barry to be smart, and Barry had to use his right. smarts in this and not just his speed. Yeah. It's nice to see Barry learn and have it stick. Yeah, for once. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> so congratulations to him. You've actually le- kept a lesson for more than an episode. You learned the lesson of the week, and it carried over. But you Yay. know what, though? He still went in, and he had a talk with Oliver, not necessarily teaching him something, but at the same time being the voice of reason and saying, hey, look, just so you know, you can be inspirational. Because one of Oliver's things was, and I thought it was a really interesting thing to hear him say out loud, is I feel like I've been trading out Oliver for Arrow, and now I've just become him, living as him. And And you see Barry, who's this whole time freaked out because he's like, you know, I thought you were a hero, and here you are torturing people. Oh, we never got to talk about torture. See, you guys. <laughs> uh, but anyways, your you favorite know, part. I were too busy beating each other up. But yeah. I'm just saying, you know, it's he not convinced him, but it's like a new shedding a new light on who he really is because Oliver, this whole time, has I think a really weird way of seeing himself. Like he's dehumanizing himself, even though. Barry's like, no, you're actually bringing humanity if you weren't... Okay, He's yeah. done it for the last yeah. few uh, three seasons. It, it was strange. Every time he had to have been Oliver, he's been, for lack of better words, a dick. You know? That's and he's he like, trying to be Yeah, Oliver. exactly. So mm-hmm. now Barry's saying to him, listen, that Arrow guy, total, total jerk. But Did you, Oliver, can be awesome. And, and we've never heard that. Usually it's the other way around. Arrow's supposed to be awesome. And right. Oliver's supposed to be that bad boy player who cheats on his girlfriend. Right. Um, but he doesn't have to be that way. He can be fabulous. Right. And that's right. what Barry has to teach Oliver. Right. Oliver can teach Barry skills, strategy, etc. And Barry can teach him to yeah, be fabulous. Yeah, to be fabulous. <laughs> I couldn't think of another word. <laughs> but he didn't give up his humanity because this also ties into Oliver's inability to manage his personal life alongside his hero life. And hopefully, now that Barry said this, maybe he can start figuring out that balance. Now that someone else has said you are not a lost cause. Right. Hashtag right. elicity. Yeah. Yay! Yeah. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. But and I mean, shit, okay. war. Well, just, um, to bring it back to torture. Uh, <laughs> of course. Uh, Ship war is torture. Yes. <laughs> Thank well, you. Uh, I mean, Oliver admittedly does have to do things that normal people don't have to. Like, on a daily basis, we're not torturing people. We're not having to, you know, shoot you would know. arrows. Or well, I don't yeah. know about people. you, but I work at a high school. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, so I mean, there there does come that blurring of the line of, like, is this me doing this, or is this the persona that uh, I've created doing all these things? And it gets really hard to separate, because you are one being. Just because you put on a mask doesn't make you a different person. Right. Especially when he started having to do the torture and do all those things. He didn't have the persona to hide behind. He was still Oliver, Oliver. Queen, right. learning to shoot, learning to torture, learning to do all of that. You're yeah. absolutely right. 
back in Hong Kong. I was going to say, that was a great... I mean, usually they do try to parallel the flashbacks, but this one was definitely hand-in-hand and explanatory as to why he is the way he is. And and it also always showcases the fact that he wasn't always like that. Mm -hmm. Um, But going back to Barry Allen versus Oliver, I think the nice refreshing thing about Barry Allen is he's not lived this life for a very long time. Yes, he did see his mother killed in front of him, but outside of that, he didn't endure what Oliver did, which is the whole, you know, five years on a desert island and all these things constantly, repetitiously happening to him, which has made him so dark. Mm -hmm. You know, so it is nice to have that, that light perspective. Like, I'm a brand new hero and this is awesome. Absolutely. I forgot when Arrow just came on to the Flash after show when he says, I've been doing this for almost eight years. I think three because that's how long the show's been on, but he was on the island for five years, mm-hmm. which is crazy to watch. Um, and I know that this is a Marvel reference, but today when I was watching um, Captain America Winter Soldier, I was, and, and I actually watched the both of them in a row, I was thinking about how similar sometimes I think Barry is because he was picked on as a little kid. So no, he didn't endure the island, but he was picked on and he was slow and clear clumsy and small and every, and the girls didn't want him and Iris didn't want him so I think that he has endured a lot and when he looks at Oliver and says listen I lost my mom in front of me too I'm not just some kid that's never been through anything he was saying to him I, I might not be have gone through what you went through but I've still gone through things which I, I like to see him stand up for himself and say a little bit of that but I agree with you he hasn't gone through everything Oliver has with the torture and the island and and losing both parents. Right, exactly. I made this comparison last night, and I'll make it again. It's Batman versus Superman. exactly that. You have the hero that has the superpowers and that has had a relatively stable home life, barring a few things, and you have the one who is built on torture and angst, and his motivation comes from a very dark place. So there's going to be that dichotomy to begin with. It's not an exact parallel, but it's similar. But also a lot like Bruce Wayne, exactly like Bruce Wayne. We were talking about uh, Oliver trading parts of himself and becoming more and more the Arrow. The Arrow is who he is. It's not who he always was, but it's who he was shaped to become. The Playboy Oliver Queen, just like the Bruce Wayne persona, is the mask. You know, they call him the Arrow when he's in costume, but that person that he is as the Arrow, that's who Oliver Queen wakes up as every day. Mm -hmm. When he goes out, he's flirting with ladies, he's throwing his money around, that's the mask. And it's exactly like Batman in that way. Mm -hmm. I agree. There was a Batman reference last night, or people thought it was, even though they said Batman. It sounded like Batman. And then there was, (laughs) do you guys remember what the Batman reference was tonight? It was something brief, maybe a Batmobile, something. Arrowmobile. Yeah, yeah, the Which cave. have both been in the comics, actually. Right, and so people are starting to speculate. <laughs> people are speculating. They're like, oh my god, is he coming? But then Katie crushed that dream for me last night. And <laughs> someone actually did ask that question at the panel. They opened it to fan questions, and we didn't have subtitles at the screening, and we certainly thought it was a Batman reference, because what is enunciation? <laughs> and someone asked about the Bat-Fam, and the producers said, no... We can't bring them in. There are no plans for Nightwing, for Batman, for anything. Because even, we saw this already, <clears throat> Harley Quinn was on the Suicide Squad. Yep. We got a shot of the back of her head, and we got one line in the voice. Yep. Yeah. But that's all they can do, and that's skirting the line, I think. Well, they'll drop Easter eggs occasionally. I know last season they referenced Bloodhaven a ton. And mm-hmm. Bloodhaven, Which is in Gotham. It's the sister city to Gotham where Nightwing goes when he first becomes Nightwing and doesn't want to be in Batman's shadow. So yeah, they drop little nuggets like that, but that's that's it. Yeah, Maybe we'll get another spinoff. Well, the thing yeah. is, Gotham is competing and under the DC umbrella. 
So I know. I don't think they can, and they have said there are no plans. It has gotten so. way better since the pilot, I will say. Cool. <laughs> well, you know, with all this talk about all these things going on with future and references and this, that, and whatever, I want to hurry up and jump into news and gossip because we do have some news and gossip talking about future plans. So I have pictures. Y'all know I have pictures. We're just going to have to go in order of whatever pops up first that our lovely engineer happens to grab. <laughs> I mean, I also have video, too, so it's whatever. Oh, oh, I saw this. Okay, please somebody tell me. Has this moment happened on The Flash Show or did it not? Because for those listening to the podcast, you can watch this on i Not watch it on iTunes. Excuse me. Watch it on YouTube. Um, but it's a picture of Felicity and Barry holding hands. Is that Barry? Or is that... Yeah, no, that's Barry. Why yeah. are is they it, doing that? Is that when uh, Felicity came on and he ran her to the top of the building and then her shoes burned? I don't um, know because I did not see like that. When they were I don't know if she was in that outfit. It might it might have already happened. She did guest on a show right. that wasn't this crossover. I don't remember if that's what she was wearing, but they were in a similar setting to that. Right. Okay. Although it doesn't look it looks like there's like a director of some sort on there, so it right. looks like behind the scenes thing. So I'm not sure. If not, oh my gosh, I'll be so happy. I love when she comes on. Yeah. That She's I love. Wonderful. Her holding his hand. I don't love that so much because, you know, I'm, I know. I'm, I'm all about her and Oliver. So well, anyway. And they sank picture, that please. ship last night on The Flash, so. Yeah. Okay, yes. so let's just talk about it. There's a movie coming out, obviously, and who do we see as potential Amanda Waller? For those who are not watching the YouTube version of this, we actually have a picture of Miss Oprah Winfrey, who's potentially... Amanda Waller. Yes. Apparently one of Brothers' top choice. Guys. Yeah. Yeah, she's at one of the top choices. She hasn't been cast yet. Uh, they also, they're, they're going with a few different people right now. Um, I think that Oprah would be the best I think that she's amazing. I don't know if this is something she would be interested in, to be perfectly honest. Right. Yeah. But yeah. this picture, I, I have to find who um, who Instagrammed it because they must have made it, which is amazing. So uh, it was, I think, at DC Comics on Instagram. Um, but look how cool she looks. Right. Yeah. Right. Like what's what's better than that? It's perfect. Nothing. Now, Can I say oh, as good. far as body types go, I like that they're going with classic Amanda Waller and not New Fifty Two Amanda Waller. Yeah, yeah, because I agree. they didn't need to slim her down. No, Amanda Waller is fantastic. A big lady. Yeah. yeah, that's why they call her the Wall. Yeah, not on. This. And I like that they're going with that. Yeah, apparently not on the CW. It's at DC uh, Comics CW. United, by the way. Um, really quick, give me a rundown because you were the one who read, I think, the article and knew some of the other castings that have already been made. Oh, Suicide Squad. Yeah, yes. crazy okay, one. So we now live in a world where Will Smith is playing Deadshot, and I'm I so think happy. that's yes. fantastic. Yeah, that'd be great. Be amazing. And uh, the Joker casting, Jared Leto. Yeah, yeah. I am so young. curious as it's to how amazing. that's going to go. Well, everyone thought Heath Ledger was going to be terrible, and, and then he happened. knocked it out of the park. Yeah. So well, nobody thinks that. Reserve judgment. I don't. Think anybody thinks that he's going to be terrible? Oh, I think that everybody thinks no, he's no. going to be amazing. I'm just very yeah. curious to see what he does with it because yes. you can't do what Ledger did. Oh no, no. Yeah, but and you, you also can't, can't do, do what Jack Nicholson yeah. did, and you can't yeah. ape what Mark Hamill did on the animated series. So he's got to create something just as fresh, just as iconic. And I'm very curious to see what he brings to that. Mm-hmm. Um, Boomerang is Jai Courtney. Who's going to be amazing? Also, I think great casting. Perfect. Oh, he's perfect. I think it's perfect. Uh, Tom Hardy is Rick Flagg, who's uh, essentially the team commander when they're out in the field. Uh, Margot Robbie from Wolf of Wall Street she's, is Harley Quinn. She's nice. incredible. And yeah. then she's been rumored for a really long time now, and people kind of at first were hesitant. But if you look at her performance, I think she's so amazing perfect. for it. Yeah. Amazing oh, yeah. for it. So I'm excited about that. 
And then they have somebody cast to play Enchantress. She's a Victoria's Secret model, and her name is... I'll find it in a second. But she I, was actually somebody who was rumored to play um, Harley Quinn earlier. Yes. Which huh. I'm very happy she's not, because I haven't seen her in anything, and she's absolutely beautiful, but... She's a model, right? Mm. But I hope I hope she yeah. kicks butt though. I'll find her name later on the conversation. So well, I, you're, for, you're well, for someone like Harley Quinn or the Joker, you need to be on point. Yeah, and getting an unknown with I don't think any acting experience. I don't know if she not does have thing. any. Is not someone you want for an iconic character that the fans are crazy about, especially right. when this is the first time that character will appear fully in live action. Yes. Mm-hmm. With the exception of obviously the back of her head. Well, right. yeah, but that was <laughs> that was yeah. Easter egg territory right. that doesn't really count. Exactly. So while you're looking up the name for that, I'm just going to move on to our next. Uh, I got it. Oh. It's uh, uh, sorry, I'm going to butcher it. Cara Delevingne, I think, is how you say it. She, she's really, really beautiful. She's uh, again a model. So <laughs> okay, <laughs> so that's what her name is. If you guys know her, so she, she's, she's the, the one with sure. like the gap in her teeth. That's like. Really trendy looking. All right, go ahead. Okay. Oh, hi. Wait, wait. Oh, oh. Okay. So this is a correction for me. Speaking of models, because Devin Coy is a model. She was also an actress, Fast and the Furious Two, um, some other things. Originally, she was cast to play. I always say her name wrong. Katina. Katana. 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 Okay. She was the original casting, and I had made that announcement, and then it was a different actress that ended up playing her, and I felt so bad because I thought I misgave information. Turns out she was the original casting, but she ended up dropping out, which is why we now see the current young lady who's playing her right now. Uh, I just wanted to make that correction. So you you were right, though. I was right. See, see, you guys, I wasn't trying to give you false information. So I have a couple of videos, which we'll pull up in a few minutes, because we're going to get everything queued up. But while we're queuing that up... um, we won't have any fancy music, but let's do some predictions so that way we can give time to... Or we can just play the video. Just kidding. So this is a behind-the-scenes footage. It's uh, Friday afternoon. We're in a nondescript location. It's a warehouse. The nondescript warehouse. Bam, has the safety vest on. This is James Bam Bam Bamford, our fight choreographer. Fight fat choreographer. I'm wearing my Aero Sun team jacket, a hat, shorts, like an idiot, and knee pads. It's really cold in here. And we're preparing for the biggest fight sequence in the history of the show. History of television, actually. So if you guys go on YouTube, you can see this. They're doing a slow-mo first. Which is interesting. This is so cool. Yeah. Because so much goes into this as far as timing, reaction, and everything else. Wait, mm-hmm. Where did this you find this? fascinating. Yeah. And it is choreography. Everyone it, has to yeah. be in the right place at the right time. Yeah. Yeah. Now wait, they're gonna show it in um, real time. Oh man. Mm. And check it. I can't believe he does all this. And then, like all that we saw, in sl- we can cut the video. Um, all that we saw in the slow-mo took so long, so it shows just how much choreography really is. And, and then when he did it, it was like, what, 10 seconds yeah, worth of actually like footage? Five. Yeah, but so much goes into it. So, I mean, for me, I just have so much appreciation for, for that and how much hard work must go into those little scenes that we get so, oh, my God, about. Like, they take a long time. Well, 
they're professionals, but you know, still. Yeah. And 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 big ups to Stephen Amell too, because initially I don't believe he was a fighter, if you will, and he's taken it upon himself to continue to train so hard between the parkour and everything else. Mm-hmm. Like to me, that's just that's a true actor. Like he's really delving into the role. Um, and then we have a second. Just short, fun, quick clip, and this is when TV Guide did the shoot with both Barry Allen and Oliver Queen. So let's take a look at this. Leather. Leather, yeah. Superpowers, they're exciting. Willingness to give all hours of your day away, I guess. That's right. <laughs> the question was, well, really great, what I've what taken away from, from working, working with Stephen mostly is that this is a marathon, and he's been doing it longer than I have, so mm-hmm. he's helped kind of brace me for the longevity of the situation that we're both in. Who's costume is sexier? <laughs> I have to ask somebody else that question, I think. Both. I'm going to say mine. <laughs> I'm going to say mine. Mine's more functional. How's that? Which is true, but sexy, that's not the question. That's not, that isn't the question. That's right. I think I just, I think I just snookered myself. <laughs> Will your characters find With romance? each other? No. Oh, uh, yeah, that's not happening. I ship um, it. Who knows? I, I... Boy, Oliver's hard up in the romance department this year. Barry, I mean, there's a lot of opportunities this season already, but I, it's just not h- high on his priority list right now. Grant, how uh, hard is it, it doing the salmon ladder? Because it was a digi-double, so it was fantastic. <laughs> 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 Sorry, buddy. That's alright, that's alright. I, I I have to work harder. Not, uh, I wasn't struck by lightning. <laughs> <laughs> it's so, so funny. The guys. actors have the same issues that the characters do. Mm. That's amazing. Good all videos. right. Thank you so much. Will um, they find romance with each other? And yeah. the audience is like, <laughs> like um, yeah. yeah. I'd watch that show. Seriously. I would watch that TV program. There's Hilarious. fan fiction of it, I'm sure. Somewhere in there. <laughs> Rule 34, man. Rule 34. So why don't we, I think we've talked about just about everything we can about the episode, let's talk about some of our predictions for what's going to happen in the future. And now, your After Buzz TV predictions. Okay, so I'm going to start with our special guest, since she is our special guest. I can't believe we didn't see any of it on tonight's episode, but if last night we saw that Oliver's baby mama's back. Thank you, baby. Thank you so much for bringing that up. If you didn't watch it on Flash, spoiler alert, I guess, but... (laughs) I mean, there's definitely, I don't know what the prediction is, but there's got to be a prediction there. He's going to find out he has a kid? Is that even a prediction? Like, that's fact. That has to happen. Right. Called um, it. So that's going to be crazy. <laughs> and then I have a kind of weird prediction because um, Ro- uh, Robbie Amell is playing uh, Ronnie or Firestorm yeah. on Flash, and he's cousins with Stephen Amell. So right. I think at some point maybe they will cross paths just Absolutely. that would be a cool thing for them to do. I will yeah. say, that's something we've talked about before in some of our episodes, how the CW, I, they're just loyal or they just, I don't know, but he obviously was on Tomorrow People. That one got yeah, canceled. Yeah. And so now it's like they bring him back. And I think it's very cool that they do that. It's almost like a family, and I could be wrong, just talking out of my... Laurel was on Gossip Girl. One of right. the leads on Flash was on... Um, Vampire Diaries, so right. they do it all the time. Yeah. yeah. All the time. But I like that. CW loves up people, and yes. I love CW. Mm-hmm. You keep the people you like. Exactly. Go ahead. We got to see the mid-season finale preview, and since they've showed it on TV, I'm no longer under an NDA. Huzzah! Rachel Ghoul. <laughs> I don't think you understand how hard it is sitting on these secrets and watching everyone else go, but are they going to show Reverse Flash? But when's Rachel Ghoul coming back? Oh, I feel like, so oh, bad for you. Wait. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> I think Oliver's going to die. What? I think he's going to die, and I think they're going to bring him back with the Lazarus Pits. That's an interesting, interesting. prediction. That would be amazing. I know, right? <laughs> I want to see a Lazarus Pit. I know! 
cool, right? Oh my god. <laughs> so that's my drop the bomb prediction right there is I think he's going to die. We saw that scene in the uh, preview of someone getting stabbed and falling over in the snow. Oh, yeah. And we know there's going to be a long shirtless, shirtless fight. Snow, a long shirtless snowbound fight. <laughs> and Which we're think, not excited for it at all. I'm not excited I think at that all. the last scene of that episode before we go into the break is going to be um, Oliver getting stabbed and falling over in the snow. Boom. Winter break. Interesting. Interesting. That'd be so messed up. I'm a terrible person. Let it snow. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, the weather outside is frightful. Uh, mine's not nearly as controversial. Um, I mean, I'm assuming that like the the results of the arrows from the Flash team are going to be still out. They're going to go after uh, Ra's al Ghul, and then uh, at the end, after the after the fight, we're going to find out who actually killed Sarah, and that will be like the ending Ooh. of the season or the ending of the mid season. I kind of forgot about who killed Sarah this week. Yeah. Uh-uh. I think they'll keep it till the end of the season. I think they'll wait I till don't. later to have but that Go ahead. I'm going <laughs> to let you predict before me, though. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. So polite. I want to see the atom. They have been teasing Adam very heavily. Ray Palmer, the last time we saw him, was looking at uh, a projection of the exosuit. I want to see him put it on and get tiny. <laughs> that is what I'm looking forward to the most because that would be the most comic booky thing they've done on that show so far. If they do a Lazarus pit, it would be right up there with that. Yeah. Do you think we'll get that before the finale, or do you think that's something that will wait more before the mid-season finale, or do you think that's something that will be second half of the season closing in on season finale? I would think more likely the second half of the season, considering how much they still have to deal with, especially if they're going to go Ra's al Ghul heavy. I don't know how much Ray Palmer could figure into that story, but you'd think they're going to tease it a little bit more. How will he make out with Felicity as the Adam? No, that is not going to happen. You shut your mouth right now, young lady. Get out of my show. Okay, so prediction and a little bit of spoiler because I read some. We were talking about, you know, what happened to scene? Where did she go? She migrated off into another show. But guess what? She's coming back. And she will actually be a part of how we discover who killed... Um, uh, Sarah. Sarah. Thank you. I was gonna call her. Yes, that girl. Uh, not that she <laughs> did it specifically, one. but she will be a big part of the investigation. And I did read that we will find out who killed her sooner than later. And they toyed with us a little bit because, you know, we were like, it can't be Roy. That was way too obvious. But one of the comments made by the producers was saying that, you know, it might be somebody really obvious and we may have just already told you. But you will find out who it is. And it's, yeah. They're messing with us. Yeah, yeah big time. So well, I'm really yeah, curious to see oh, what's going to happen with that. Obviously, now that we have Slade Wilson in the same cell as Boomerang, we know they're coming back and they're coming back with vengeance. Episode 10, isn't it? Oh, wow. Oh, Manu Bennett's coming. Yes, yeah. yes, he is. Yeah. Now, whether or not he'll be coming back with a boomerang, I do not know. Or if it's a flashback. It's, yeah. Or and we will see flash. Katie Lotz as well. She will be coming back. Obviously, as a flashback, but she is definitely coming back this season. So, yeah, I think that wraps up all of our predictions for this evening. I want to give a very special thank you to Roxy for joining us. Thank you for having me. And as we depart, I will let you leave everyone your social media stack. You can find me everywhere at Roxy Stryer. Moving right. around the table. I'm Katie Cullen. You can find me on Twitter, Tumblr, and Instagram as Kiaxet. That's K-I-A-X-E-T. I am also on the Sword Art Online and Z Nation panels. And Z Nation has its season finale this Sunday. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Tari J. That's T-A-U-R-I-J-A-Y. I am on Twitter and Instagram as the Lex Michael. 
the Lex Michael. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Allie Kona Bradford, and you can find me at Kiss My Passport. Yes, I said that. And you can also find me on my website, com backslash television host. So thank you guys so much for joining us for this very special episode. We had a blast chatting with you, and we will see you next week. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.